abundant and effective life on something or someone. I'm teaching here this morning, amen. But there's going to be a move of the power, hallelujah. Blessing is to confer, listen to me, is to confer abundant life an effective life on something or on someone. To bless in the Old Testament means to endure with power for success. To endure with power for success, for prosperity, for longevity, for fecundity. You know, when you say fecundity, we're talking about fruitfulness in the area of childbearing. Hallelujah. That's the blessing. The blessing of God is not things. It's not just things. You know, when you talk about the blessing, what comes to heart is, ah, so I'm going to be rich, so I'm going to have this, so I'm going to have that. The blessing is more than that. The blessing is things and much more. But guess what? The blessing produces things. The blessing is not the things. It produces things. Hallelujah. Galatians 3.14 says that the blessing of Abraham may come upon us. That we may receive the promise by faith. Hallelujah. The blessing is God's divine spoken favor. I want you to understand what the blessing is. So when you go out of this place, you will know who you are. You will know what it means to be blessed. The blessing is God's divine spoken favor. If mixed with faith, it will produce abundance in spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah. I want you to understand what the blessing is this morning. And I want you to understand that you are already blessed. I will go to the scriptures and show you. The Bible makes us to understand that we are already blessed. But most people don't know how, most people don't know the power of that blessing. We are blessed. The problem is we do not understand the power of the blessing. The blessing is more power. Hallelujah. Please give me Genesis 1, 26. I'll read you to verse 30. So, I've come to tell you that you have power to make things. I've come to tell you that you're a blessed man. I've come to tell you that from the foundations of the earth, God called you blessed. Some people feel, when I get born again, when I give my life to Christ, or I receive the life of Christ, then the Lord blesses me. Genesis 1, 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. Over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. I'm trying to explain to you Bible definition of the blessing. So God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. So it is not the man, gender. That is blessed. Or the female gender. It is not whether you are male or female. It is that God created him. Male and female. Hallelujah. 28. Then God blessed them. And God said to them. Be fruitful 
and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Does that look like the blessing? Good. 29. And God said, see, that's the blessing. I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seeds, to you it shall be for food. Also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life, I have given every herb for food. And guess what? It was so. God did not carry all the, all the um, animals and everything and give. He pronounced. And guess what? It was so. That is the blessing. And remember, you are the seed of Adam. I'll come back to Abraham. Everywhere, I want to show you that from the foundations of the earth, when God began creation, all he had in his mind. Remember that from Genesis 1, 1 to 25, God began to talk about, God began to create. He made the heavens and the earth. He made the seas. He made the trees. He made everything. And what was he making those things for? He was making them for man. He was preparing earth for man. He made morning. He made night. He made seasons. He made all that for what? For man. All he was thinking about was to bless man. That was why God made man. He says, let us make man in our likeness, in our image. Hallelujah. Let him have dominion. That is, God made man to be exactly like himself. You know, um, sometimes you see, let me give an example. You know, you see a young boy and then you just say, are you Pastor DJ's son? Yes, you are Pastor DJ's son. Why? Resemblance. When you see his son, you will know that this is Pastor DJ's son. God made us to look exactly like him. He made us in his image, in his likeness. He made us, Bible says, as he is, so are we. He made us to be God on earth. Then you know what? He gave us dominion. It says, let him have dominion. When I looked up dominion, it says, sovereignty, control, power, authority. The power or right to give orders, to make decisions, and to enforce obedience. Look at what God gave to us. God made you to be like him, to be his representative. Then he gave you dominion. He gave you power. That's the blessing. Power. I don't know what that thing is you're thinking about. If it is in the blessing, God has given you power. Power to look that sickness in the face and be blessed. When you are blessed, you are healed. Power to see that lack and still prosper. When you are blessed, you prosper. 
power to speak to things and they come to pass. That is the blessing. God has given you the blessing. The blessing is power. Power to make things happen for you and for people around you. Power to make wealth. Power to stand up. Power to give to give birth to children. Power to authority. Power to dominion. Power to, to rule. That's what God has given to us. So you look at yourself right now. And you look at your bank account. Am I blessed? You are blessed. Like I was saying, which day was I saying? Was it yesterday? Okay, yesterday. I said, how I know that I'm rich is not by even looking at my bank account. It's by looking at God's word. It's by looking at the blessing. How I know that I am healed is by looking at God's word. Hallelujah. How I know that I am blessed is by looking at God's word. God has given you power. Praise God. All through the scriptures, God talks about the blessing. You know, the blessing did not come in the law or after the law. The law has nothing to do with the blessing. God blessed us from the foundation of the earth. God blessed us before the law. He blessed us in Adam. Do you know after that, he blessed us in Noah. He said to Noah, he said, be fruitful. He blessed us in Abraham. Hallelujah. Genesis 12 verse 2. He blessed us in Isaac. Give me Genesis 12 verse 2. He blessed us in Isaac. He says, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. You shall be a blessing. Verse 3. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. You are blessed. You are healed. You are prosperous. You have that job. You have wisdom. You have favor. You are a blessed man. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed when you go out. You are blessed when you come in. You are blessed in your basket. You are blessed in your house. You are blessed when you go everywhere. In the name of Jesus. God blessed us. Not just in Abraham. God blessed us in Isaac. Genesis 26. Verse 2, hallelujah. You know, um, this year, when the year started, we started reading Genesis um, 26 um, about Isaac, hallelujah. He says, then the Lord appeared to Isaac. He said to him, he said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land which I will show you. Verse 3, please. Dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants I give all these lands. I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. Please go to verse 12. Verse 12. It says, I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of the heaven if you keep reading. Now verse 12, it says, Isaac sold in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. I love this scripture. Verse 13. Verse 13. It says, the man began to prosper. He continued prospering until he became very prosperous. That's a blessed man. Are there blessed people in this place this morning? Are there blessed? Am I talking to someone today? Are you beginning to feel like a blessed person? Are you beginning to understand there is power in you to be blessed? I'm a blessed man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Whoa, hallelujah. Then God said to Jacob in Genesis 30, 43, hallelujah, God bless Jacob. I'm just, I'm taking you to see that before the blessing, I mean, before the law, God had blessed us. In Genesis 30, 43, God had blessed Jacob. He says, thus the man became exceedingly prosperous, you know, and all that. In Genesis 39, God blessed Joseph. The Bible says, Genesis 39, 2 and 3 says, the Lord was with Joseph. And he was a prosperous man. How did Joseph become a blessing? Because the Lord was with him. <laughs> now, in Exodus 1 and verse 7, you say, okay, those were patriarchs of, of faith. In Exodus 1 and verse 7, God blessed the Israelites. If you read all through scripture, you know, it says, the children of Israel were fruitful. They increased abundantly. They multiplied. They grew exceedingly mighty. And the land was filled with them. In the law, Deuteronomy 7 and verse 8, go back home and read it. God blessed in the law. That was after Moses had brought the law. You would think, okay, so now it was about the law. God, when God thinks about man, when, let me not say man, it makes it very vague. When God thinks about you, Pastor Sarah, God is thinking about a blessed person. When God thinks about me, Fumi, he's seeing a blessed person. Every time the Lord thinks about me, God is talking about a blessed person. In Psalm 5 and verse 12, it says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. <laughs> it says, With favor, you will surround him with, with as, it says, You will surround him with favor as with a shield. When God thinks about you, God is thinking about a blessed person. When God looks at you, he sees you blessed. What, what am I saying? God does not see you without sickness. God sees you healed. And God has given you the power. He did not just, he's not just looking at you and watching you. He has given you the power to live the blessed life. Galatians, did I read Galatians? Hebrews 6, verse 14. In Jesus, we are blessed. In the New Testament, I want to show you that we are blessed. It says, saying, Surely, blessing, I will bless you. Multiplying, I will multiply you. Give me Galatians 3.14. Amen. Galatians 3.14. It says that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. Who are those people? Might come upon us. In Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Give me verse 29. Amen. Verse 29. It says, and if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seeds and heirs according to the promise. God has blessed you. God has endued you with power. Don't allow the devil make you cry, sit down, and see yourself as an unfortunate person. You are not unfortunate. You are a blessed man. You are a blessed man. You are someone God blessed. God did not just bless you today. God blessed you from the foundations of the earth. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you a few thoughts, you know, on the blessing. Number one, I have established that you are blessed. I've established that God 
sees you blessed and God has given you the power for the blessing. Number one, you must understand that the blessing is your right. The blessing is your right. We are not begging God, oh God, please help me. Let me be blessed. Someday bless me. Let me come out a blessed person. God, you say you will bless me. Please, Lord, bless me. No. You are already blessed. You know, on, on earth we have rules and um, principles by which we live. For example, I like that law of gravity. That anything that goes up, it must come down. If you throw something up, it must come down. But there are some planets you will go to. If you throw something up, it will stay there. It will not come down. There's no gravity. In the kingdom, there's the rule of the blessing. You are blessed. You are blessed. It's a right. It's a legal moral right. Hallelujah. God has already blessed you. And you must understand that you, you are blessed. You must understand that it is your right to be blessed. It is my right. Like I was saying yesterday, I said, for, for us, for Nigerians, I don't know, for us as Nigerians, <laughs> when our parents give birth to us, we become their legal rights. If I'm at home now and I need school fees, just look at it for those of you who are parents. Your children, if they can't go to your neighbor's house. To ask your neighbor for school fees is a serious matter. Maybe they'll go and beg, please, sir, help us, sir. But when it comes to his father, he will say, Daddy, uh, school fees is due. We are to resume in two weeks' time. He will not come the day before. He will come two weeks to the time. Please pay so that when I get there, I don't want them to be talking to me at the gate. It's his legal rights. And you see, I'm thinking about, you see, if you can't, why did you give birth to me? Have you heard it before? It's his rights. You know, my son was going for, they were going to do graduation. And the boy just, they sent them, um, they will send them message. Wear this suit, this cloth, this. He will just forward it to me. This is the, what do they call it? The dress code for graduation. He expects it. It's his rights. He will not send that message to my elder sister. Neither will he send it to my younger brother. Those people are not, it's not his right to receive from them. Maybe if he wants money from them, he can call my sister, ah, uh, big mommy, I did very well in school today. And this STEM, I did very well. I came first. Or I came one of the first five. Ah, and graduation is next week. Is it possible? That's his auntie. Me, he will not even ask me about his results. He forwarded me the message. Mommy, have you got my message? That's the cloth they say we should wear. It is his rights. I, 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 I must provide for him. It is your right to be blessed. You are a blessed man by rights. Not by bread and butter. Let me do but. Uh, is it my um, um, Is it uh, corn? Is it agbado? It's not by agbado. It is your legal right to be blessed. You wake up a blessed person. Do you know what? It's your legal right to be healed. And you are thinking, hey, God, this thing, I've been praying about it and it's not going. Could you be trying to teach me something? No! God is not teaching you anything by sickness. God is even angry at the sickness. God is totally angry with that growth. 
Lay your hands on it and tell it, you are not part of this body. I have a blessed body. Sickness cannot stay on it. No. Pain cannot stay on a blessed body. There's no space for you here. It's my rights. I wake up blessed. I go into my day blessed. I go to sleep blessed. I'm a blessed man. I'm a blessing. It's my rights. Hallelujah. The blessing is irreversible. It cannot change. From the foundations of the earth. You know, when, when Jesus, when God blessed Adam, Jesus was in God, you know, the father. When God blessed Adam and then Adam sinned, if you look at it, do you know what? God did not curse Adam. Do you know why? Adam could not be cursed. He said, cursed is the land because of you. The blessing is irreversible. If you are blessed, you are blessed. It cannot change. Give me uh, Hebrews 6, 14. We've read it, but I just want to show you again. Hebrews 6, 14. Quickly, please. When you are blessed, nothing can change it. The devil cannot change it. And let me bust your bubble this morning. Even sin cannot change it. Nothing can change the blessing. Um, what can I use now? I'm a lady. Or oh, I'm female. Let me use female. I'm a girl. I'm female by gender. Nothing can change it. I was female. Not, you know, my mom had given birth to children. I'm the fifth. She had only one son and she had three girls. So she was looking for a boy. In, in fact, it's the truth. My mom was looking for a boy when she cried for me. She was looking for a boy. So when she gave birth to me, I was a girl. I did not become a girl when she gave birth to me. If that was possible, she would have just looked at me and said, boy, I'm looking for change. I was a girl from her. Guess what? I was not a girl from her womb. I was a girl from the thoughts of God. When God talked about me, he thought about me a female. He was not looking at me, hey, this Fumi boy. <laughs> no, he was looking at me, this Fumi girl. When she comes out, she will be a blessed person. She will be healed. She will be in Graceville Christian Center. She will be in epignosis. On a day like this, she will be talking to you. It had nothing to do with when I was giving birth to. Nothing could change it. I was born a lady or a girl. Nothing can change it. You are a blessed person. Nothing can change it. That sin cannot change it. That sickness cannot change it. The fact that you don't have money in your account cannot change it. Where God is taking you to is a place of abundance. You are a blessed man. Hebrews 6, 14. Woo, you have put it up. Okay, thank you. He says, surely blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply you. Go to 18. 18, 18, 18. When you go home, go and read. He says, that by two immutable things. When I read this scripture, the first time I saw it, it turned me around and around. It says, by two immutable things. In which it is impossible. Look at that, the strength of that word, impossible. You know, the Bible, the word impossible comes out in two ways in the Bible. The first one, when he was saying that, if you have seen or if you... The second one is, it is impossible. Look at the strength. 
says it is impossible for God to lie. God cannot lie. He says we might have strong consolation who have fled from, for refuge to lay hold on the hope set before us. And what was God talking about in the beginning of it, 14? He says, in blessing, I will bless you. Hallelujah. Numbers 23, quickly. My time is running. Hallelujah. Numbers 23, 19. 19, quick. Thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Look at it again. God is not a man that he should lie. Nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do? Or has he spoken and will he not make good? Go to the next verse. We'll read to verse 21. Let me tell you the background of this story. And so the king wanted them to kill the Israelites. And they were doing everything they could, you know, Balak. And so he called Balaam. And he said to him, Pastor has talked about it. When he even told us about the cross. And he told him to curse the children of Israel. But they were already blessed. In Genesis, in Exodus, God had already blessed them. So anywhere Balaam stayed, he couldn't bless them. I mean, he couldn't curse them. Because they were already blessed people. If they take your name to the village, they cannot curse you. If they take your name to that man on top of that mountain, they cannot curse you. Because you are blessed. And whoever is blessed of God cannot be cursed. Go on, please. Behold, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed and I cannot reverse it. <laughs> he, is it he? He has not observed iniquity in me. Nor has he seen wickedness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him. And the shout of a king is among them. <laughs> Look at it. What God is seeing about you is a blessed person. It doesn't matter how it comes out. He cannot observe iniquity in you. He cannot see wickedness in you. What he sees about you is the blessing. Praise God. Number three. Number two, the blessing is irreversible. Number three, praise God. You must have a firm persuasion that you are blessed. You must have a firm persuasion that you are blessed. You must know that God is able. You can see that 2 Corinthians 9, 8, Ephesians 3, 10. I will not read all that, um, then from having listened to pastor again and again, we know that God is able, we know that God is willing, we know that God wants to bless us, isn't it? Everything that you desire in the blessing, God has it. So we are not looking to a God that does not have what you desire. Everything you are looking to in the blessing, God has then God does not keep them. God is not using money in heaven. No. He's not using healing in heaven. There's no sickness in heaven. So he has it for you. Everything God has is for you. Then right from the foundation of the earth, God had finished the work. John 17, 4. God had finished the work. The work of the blessing was done before you were born, Jeremiah. He says, before I... Before I you were born. He says, I knew you 
I ordained you. I blessed you. Hallelujah. I have glorified you on earth. I have finished the work. This was Jesus talking. The work which you have given me to do. All Jesus came to do was to kill the cross. He came to fight the devil and win our victory. That's what he did. And he finished it. Hallelujah. You must have a firm persuasion that God, that you are blessed. That God has the blessing. He is willing to give you the blessing. He has already blessed you. Hallelujah. Number four, be persistent. Never quit. Praise God. I'll read. Whoops. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My time. Thank you, Lord. So let's look at Matthew 7. Matthew 7, verse 7 and 8 talks about asking. It says, ask and give me in NLT. Ask and it will be given to you. NLT says, ask and keep on asking. You will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, you will find. The way is to keep on. Hallelujah. Please go to Luke. Let me use Luke, Luke version. Luke version. Of, of asking. Luke 18. Luke 18 from verse 1. Hallelujah. It says, then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose hearts. Go on quickly. There was a certain city. There was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city and she came to him saying, get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, hear what the unjudge, uh, just, unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect, who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? Verse 8. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on earth? This is faith. Give me Luke 11. Quickly. Luke 11, verse 5. Let me read verse 5. Verse 5 to verse 8. It says, and he said to them, which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine has come to me on his journey and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within and say, do not trouble me. The door is now shut. My children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give to you. I say to you, though he will not rise and give to him because he's his friend, yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give as many as he needs. Whatever it is in the blessing, you may not see it now, but you, may be pers you must be persistent. You must ask and keep on asking. You must be like this man who his friend had told him we are asleep. Or the widow who, who had gone to the judge and the judge will not listen to. But she kept coming and coming and coming. She kept persisting. 
whatever it is in your body, whatever that thing is you are desiring, whatever that blessing you desire from God, you must be persistent. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for second best. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the thoughts that I have towards you. It's thoughts of good and not of evil. It says to give you a future and a hope. What God wants to give you is the best. What God has given to you is the best. God has not given you second best. So don't settle for it. Be persistent until you receive the blessing and the exact blessing. Bible says he did for them everything as he had promised. According as he has promised. Has God promised you healing? Has God promised you health? Has God promised you prosperity? Has God promised you that child? Don't settle for less. Don't say, okay, um, right now, um, I've been here 20 years. I've been married for 20 years. I don't have a child yet. Yet, let me go and adopt. Don't go and adopt because you will not have a child. You can adopt if you like to adopt. You will have your own child. That is the blessing. Don't settle for second best. Settle for the best. Hallelujah. Don't compare yourself with others. Hallelujah. And lastly, I tell you, fear is an enemy. Let me just leave others and tell you this. Fear is an enemy. When it comes to the blessing, you cannot fear. Job 3.25. When it comes to the blessing, you must be bold. You must go for it and you must take it. Since the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence. And the violent, they take it by force. Don't settle for poor. Don't settle for sick. Don't settle for confused. You cannot be a Christian and be poor. No. You cannot be a Christian. You cannot be born again, speak in tongues and be sick. No. You are looking at me. Look at how this woman is talking. I've been praying about it for 10 years. You are not in my body. That's why you are saying what you are saying. I'm not in your body, but I know what God says about that body. I know who made that body. And who made that body says, by my stripes, you were healed. You are saying, look at this woman. I've been looking for a job. There's no way I go to now and I don't get a job. You are telling me you cannot be born again and be speaking in tongues and don't get a job. Persist! Go back there! If they tell you there's no space, come again. I came last week, but I think maybe there's, a, there's space for me now. If they, they say there's no space, go back next month. Or go back in, a, in, in, a, in two months' time. Or go back in six months' time. And tell them, God said to me to come. Yesterday, we were talking about a testimony of one of our brothers in church who had got a job and they posted him somewhere else. They posted him to Makodi and he wanted to come to Abuja. And he called me. He said... Uh, Pastor, I want to go to, I want to, them to post me to Abuja. I said, then don't collect the employment letter. It's a bank job, big job. I said, don't collect the employment letter. Go home, come back the next day. Go and tell them. And you know, sometime in the night, God gave me a word and I called him. I sent him a message and I sent him that word. And he went back there. It's a long story. How he didn't, how that job was a very funny job. First of all, they called people for, confirmation, for documentation. They didn't call him. He called me and said, Pastor, they haven't called me for documentation. I said, what does it take to do documentation? He said, you will carry all your certificates, everything, and go. I said, carry your certificates and go. Yeah? If they ask you, I said, tell them that your pastor said you should come. He went there. He said, they asked him, what's your name? They told him, okay, it's true. They did the documentation for him. Then they gave employment letters to people. His letter was not there now. They didn't give him. He called me and said, ah, by Monday, they will be, in, um, they will be uh, sending... 
um, letter, posting, and I, I need to resume with these people. I said, don't worry, it's Monday now. Relax now, when Monday comes. By Monday morning, he sent me a message in the night. He woke up to see a mail sending him his employment letter. He went there to co collect his employment letter. They gave him letter to Makodi. Ah, he said, Pastor, I don't want to go to Makodi. I said, give them back the employment letter. Go home. Come the next day. Tell them that it's Abuja God say you should come to. And he came back the next day. They didn't answer him. From morning till 12 midnight, he, um, to 12 noon, he will come. They, they sent everybody they had posted. They posted them to the right places. Everybody resumed. Only him sat down there. 11, 12. His heart was failing. But be persistent. Around 12, they called him, and the lady smiled at him, and gave him a letter, and they posted him to Wuse Zone. I don't know the Wuse. <laughs> and he called me, said, Pastor, they have posted me to Wuse Zone 3. I said, that's it. Be persistent. You know, somebody will say, uh -uh, look at that kind of, they gave you job. A whole bank gave you job. You are telling them no. You better go and resume where they told you to resume. I'm the blessed of God. I have dominion. I have authority. I decide what happens to me. I speak to my body, my body is healed. I speak to situations and situations change. I speak to everything around me and they change. You are blessed. It's not just for the pastor, it's for you. God did not say I have blessed the pastor. He says I have blessed you. That means he has blessed you. But I let God has blessed you. He has blessed you, barrister. God has blessed you. It is not, it is not those people who speak in tongues. Or I mean those people who are in front that God has blessed. It's everyone that God has blessed. If you are a Christian speaking in tongues, God has blessed you. Stand up on your feet this morning. God has blessed you. God has blessed me. Say to yourself, God has blessed me. And congratulate someone next to you this morning. Say you are a blessing. The Lord has blessed you. The Lord has blessed you. The Lord has blessed you. In the name of Jesus, you are a blessed man. Going somewhere to happen. You are blessed. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed. Whatever you lay your hands to do, they prosper. They prosper because God is with you. The blessing of God is a person. The blessing of God is Jesus Christ. If you have Jesus, you are a blessed man. Go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost for one minute. If you have a sickness in your body, if you have something you are trusting God for, you are the blessed of God. You are the blessed of God. You are the blessed of God. Speak to that situation this morning. Speak to that body this morning. Your testimonies come now. Your testimonies come now. I'm not afraid of that situation. I'm not afraid of that situation. I'm a blessed man. I'm a blessed man. I'm a blessed man. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise, Father. Father, we thank you. Thank you because we are blessed. In blessing, you have blessed us. In multiplying, you have multiplied us. We are fruitful. We prosper in all that we do. In the name of Jesus, thank you for making us a blessing. So that we will be a blessing to our generations. We give you praise. As we go into this week, this week answers to us. Whatever we say concerning our week, it comes to pass. Whatever we want to see, it comes to pass. I cause sickness from its root now. In the name of Jesus, the blessing comes upon you. Sickness dies. In the name of Jesus, the blessing comes upon you. That job comes now. In the name of Jesus, the blessing comes upon you. I kill poverty and lack. 
in the name of Jesus, receive favor, receive wisdom, receive the blessing of God in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, Father. Thank you for a blessed people. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are a congregation of the blessed. Hallelujah. Celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo! I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm persuaded. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Whatever happens to me this week, I experience the blessing. When those negative situations come, the blessing overrides them. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Everything's best for the people of God to enter. Step out of the nest. Spread your wings and soar. Surrender. Epignosis. Concise knowledge.